Welcome to the Rain and Threes Podcast with Alan Ray and Mike O'Connell. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the latest edition of Rain and Threes. I am your host, Mike O'Connell, here with my main man, A. Ray. Alan, we've got a lot to get into, my friends. Some breaking news today. Villanova lands one of the last remaining top stud guys in the transfer portal. That is Tyler Burton from Richmond, the 6'7 forward. Hey, Ray, give me your thoughts on how this day, the last couple of days, have played out. And, and what about this guy, Tyler Burton, man? What's up, OC? What's up, everybody? Um, definitely happy to be here. Definitely got a lot to talk about, like you said. Um, let's jump right, right into it. Today, we got a commit from Tyler Burton from Richmond University. One of the, like you said, OC, one of the best remaining players that's in the portal right now. Six, seven guard. You know, we always could use some size. What I really like about him is his athleticism. He's super athletic and uh, he can get to the rim. We've seen him a couple of finishes in the paint, in traffic, which is great. We got He's not a great three-point shooter. You know, he's shooting about 20-something, maybe like 29% right now from the three-point line. So I think he's more of a slasher, somebody that can get to the paint and use his athleticism. As, if you watch his highlights, you can see a lot of that. But, I mean, just from looking at the highlights and a couple of the games, that's pretty much what I see from him. But he's he, I really do believe he's a big-time player. Yeah, no, no doubt. And I, honestly... I couldn't contain my excitement at, at, at work today. Uh, I was literally producing a show live on the air, and I freaked out when the announcement was made official. I knew we were obviously talking about how uh, that, that Bill Nova and the coaching staff, Coach Neptune, was not finished mm-hmm. in the portal, and they still were looking to, to, to uh, bring somebody else in. But, boy, this guy is a real difference maker. 19 points a game last season, 16 in his junior year. This guy can score the basketball, like you said, athletic as hell, man. Yeah. Just watching some of his highlights over the last couple of days, it's it's really a treat to watch him. He can really score with both hands. He can slash the hoop. And he, he honestly, he can match up with just about anybody. He's not going to get blown by by anyone that's smaller than him because he's quick. He, he's able to, to, to make up for it with his length. He can he can play defense in terms of he can pick people's people's pockets. Like this guy is just an all around stud, a Ray. And it's crazy to think about. Oh my goodness, do we really even need this guy, right? But yeah. at the same time, he's going to come in, and I think he's going to do wonderful wonderful things for for Coach Neptune and the Wildcats. Yeah, I want to piggyback on what you said about the defense. So you got him. It says he averages about two steals or something like that, which is That's right. pretty good. Um, well, if it's not two, then it's, it's up there. Um, I'll check in a little bit. But he, he's definitely great on defense. That goes along with ha- Hakeem Hart. Can you just imagine those two? You know, 6'9", six, 6'7", six, long wingspan, just covering the court, being able to switch on any position. Like, man, we, we, got, we got a lot of weapons right now. A lot of people are looking at us offensively, too. But, I mean, between Hart, between Burton... And uh, where we got a pretty solid defensive core, too. Don't forget, you know, J-Mo and Eric, those guys been there, so they already know the system. It's going to be real interesting to see. I think we're going to be a really good team. But it's just interesting to see how quick the chemistry is going to come together. No doubt. They, that, that You also bring up a good point about the chemistry. We'll get into that a little bit later because we have a lot of questions For sure. to answer when it comes to to, to everybody on Twitter responding to to your post to uh, to the podcast post, uh, so it's 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 really just an exciting time for for Villanova, the Villanova basketball community, the Nova Nation, uh, whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, he averages a steal and a half his senior 1. year. 6, yeah, one point so six steals. He can he can get after you defensively, and he can pick your pocket, which is obviously something that we love to see. Um, and like Mikel Bridges esque in that regard. Yeah. In terms of just being able to disrupt passing lanes and uh, and just really disrupt people in transition and then start it right back up uh, from moving from defense to offense. So doesn't really uh, have a good assist stat. That's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. 
only uh, one point five assists. Yeah, his senior year, but the same time, who was he really passing to on the Spiders of Richmond? And I mean, no disrespect to them. Damn. So what you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> nah, come on. Tyler Burton, he led the team in scoring the last couple of years. Two-time All A10 uh, yeah, player. Sure. He, he's legit. The Atlantic 10 is legit. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted, A-Ray. Come on now. No, no. Uh, we could we we be honest here. We could be honest. It's the A-10. <laughs> we could we we be honest. But what I do like is that he was A-10 player of the year. Yeah. Right? So that goes to show you it takes a different type of mindset to even be considered a player of the year. So And, and he won it twice in that league. So he's obviously the best. We, we just plucked the best player out of that league. So can't 100%. be mad at that. Can't be mad at all. And and uh, like like we talked about with uh, with NBA guys, uh, Bamba officially withdrew from the draft. Obviously, Burton did as well. Still waiting officially on Hakeem Hart to do the same. But we all obviously think that he's going to do that. He's going to make it happen, and he'll be a Wildcat next season. But a hey, Ray, this 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 kid Burton, he's got NBA potential. Right. I mean, he's got the size. He's got the athleticism. He has the experience. Obviously, he has the basketball IQ and he's just a well-rounded player. You could you could point out, oh, he's only uh, averaging an assist and a half a a game his senior year. But in in all honesty, I think that's that number is going to go up uh, big time when it comes to to Villanova, because there are so many weapons offensively, uh, not just in the starting five coming off the bench. And obviously, when it comes to the Davis Center practices starting in the summer and in the offseason, oh, man, it's going to be an incredible amount of just intensity at those practices, just just battles going back and forth. Players uh, like Mark Armstrong, Brendan House, and Jordan Longino, who had been there for, for a year, a couple years, yeah. have something to prove. And obviously, these, these transfers, four guys, Coming in, gotta, all juniors and seniors. You got to expect some fights this summer. So <laughs> you got to. It, yeah. it, it's a whole bunch of alphas on that team, a whole bunch of guys that's really good. Somebody going to get into it this year. But, I mean, that's not it's not a bad thing. You know, it's, it's not a bad thing at all. It's definitely going to be competitive. I would love – I can't wait. I'm not even going to say I would love, but I, I'm going to go down to a practice and check those guys out. Because, I, like you said, those practices are going to be super intense. Yes. It's just so many guys. We got we got great size right now on the perimeter. We got some good size inside. I'm really looking forward to to next year. To be honest with you, it's it, it's going to be it's going to be good. I just want I just hope these guys get their chemistry down together. All right, we don't need we're not trying to wait until December or January. Like, yep. let's get that ball rolling early. You know, we got we got a nice squad. Things is moving our way. Let's let's try to get that early. Yeah, that that is uh, going to be an absolute key to to this team's success. Can Coach Neptune? Can the coaching staff get these guys to gel early? Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and obviously, I think I think the fact that these are not just highly touted recruits; they're not eighteen, nineteen year old kids coming in from high school. These guys are coming in from legitimate programs for after being in school for three, four years. And we're talking two juniors, two seniors. Uh, they've been around the block. They, they played their fair share of college games against legitimate competition. So uh, I'm, I'm in absolute belief that Coach Neptune and the, the staff is going to have these guys playing Villanova basketball together as one as one unit defensively, offensively, playing a small ball when they need to, playing Ware and Dixon at the same time. Hopefully Njoku can slide and get some, some decent minutes and help out the team. But, hey, Ray, I mean, it is just an overabundance of riches, an embarrassment of riches mm-hmm. that we have on this team right now. And it's it's something that if we we, we, we talk about it all the time, hey, Ray, we, we look about, we talk about the timeline of Villanova basketball. Look back in, in March when we were like, oh, my goodness, we just lost the Liberty the first round of the NIT. We're losing three of our, our best players who've been around in terms of Daniels and Slater who've been around for almost half a decade. Yeah. And we're thinking, oh, my goodness, how in the world are we going to fill this void uh, that, that they're leaving us with now? And what, what did Coach Neptune and, and company do, right? 
Hit that portal. <laughs> that portal combat, man. They, they got DJ Bamba, Hakeem Hart, Lance Ware, and now Ty Burton. So it's just an unbelievable achievement. But now we got to put in the work, right? Yeah, we got to put in the work now, like you said. Um, it's, it's great news today. It's good for the fans, good for Twitter and everybody <laughs> like that. You know, make them feel happy about what's going on in the situation. So it's definitely a good day to be a Wildcat. But we got our work cut out for us moving forward, just like any other team. But what I can say is that we do have, I mean, we, if you look at the Big East right now, I mean, like you can just put us up on paper. You can literally put us up there in the top four, top three, maybe, you know, because a lot of guys, and I don't think, there's a few guys I don't think that's going to come back. I'm hearing Trey Alexander might keep his name in the draft. Um, that would be a big loss for Creighton, a really big loss for them. Right. Kalum is um, already in the transfer portal, so he's leaving. Yeah, so... You know, Creighton was one of the better teams that was up top. We got to see what happens with UConn. Nobody knows what UConn's going to do. Xavier. <laughs> then you got Providence. Um, Providence has a new coach. We all know the new coach situation. And Georgetown got a new coach. Yeah, so, Georgetown and St. John's, that's right. Yeah, so St. John's got a new coach as well. So it's looking kind of good for us right now as far as Big East player. I really like our chances in, in, in Big East play. And the better the better we have standings in the Big East, the better our record be nationally, and the better seed we'll get in the tournament. So I'm looking at Big East first, and I feel like we got a, a pretty – we're kind of building up on an advantage in the Big East right now. Uh, well, <laughs> I was laughing earlier, A-Ray, because you had some choice words for uh, UConn fans <laughs> this today on Twitter. Do you, you remember what you said? you want to reiterate that? Listen, listen. So this is Twitter, <laughs> and this is perfectly acceptable where, and especially in the Big East, where a team like Villanova, have, who was struggling last year, like we can talk smack about a UConn team who just won a national championship. So I'm just throwing my shots. This is normal biggie stuff. So don't even take it too serious. All right. I'm just throwing my shots at UConn because this is what we do. All right. Yeah. Well, because UConn think, uh, fans, they they they're real passionate. They and are. They 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 will come with a vengeance on my page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is for sure. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. You don't need to take it too seriously. Because you don't, you're not trying to offend anybody. Or you're yeah. just trying to, trying to, you know, take your shots, maybe get under some people's skin a little bit, see what their reaction is going to be. Just but, a little bit. Just a little I, bit. I mean, come on, you're 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 completely right about this, a Ray. In terms of like, oh my goodness, Villanova, like what happened? Jay Wright left. Coach yeah. Neptune, they just led led this team to a, a 500 years first year. They lost in the first round of the NIT. Yeah. Whitmore's gone. Daniels and Slater are gone. Do we know if Warren Dixon are coming back? There are so many question marks, right? Like just a, a lot more questions than answers. And then all of a sudden, by by June, right? This is May 31st. By June, we're talking about Villanova contending for a Big East title, being a, a top 15, top 20 team, and possibly getting a, a top three, four seed in the big dance. I mean, holy cow, man. We turned it around. Like that, and I, I think that, like rightfully so, UConn fans, St. John's fans, Georgetown fans, all of, of those type of uh, Big East programs that that were on the rise, on the up and up, thinking, "Oh my goodness, Villanova is now going to be sent down to the doldrums." They with definitely the ball. was thinking that. They definitely and, and was here thinking we're now. that. Right, A Ray. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing, my friend. No, I, that that's a great point that you bring up just now, and I, I think that's an important one too. It's like we didn't have, we didn't lost all our damn bragging rights after last season, you know. And then all of a sudden, boom, we just have a great off season like we got now. Like we can talk a little bit, we can feel good about going into next season. So, I think it's just great for the for the morale, the fans, just the program, everything in general. Is is definitely we're moving in a positive direction. Oh, absolutely! I I, I couldn't imagine. Uh, after just getting H Hakeem Hart, 
after getting TJ Bamba, those guys, like in the, just a matter of, uh, I think it was a week. Yeah. And we we're like, all right, look at this. You know, we got some swagger back a little bit, right? And then we lose out on Hunter Dickinson, which I 100% believe we talked about this, A Ray. I believe it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And uh, our uh, producer, Nick McGow, who is uh, a Nick little bit of a bias because he's a, he's a Michigan State fan, said, you guys don't need that clown on your team. No, you guys will be <laughs> all right. So I think we were all in agree- agreement to that Hunter Dickinson losing out on him to Kansas, not the end of the world. But yeah, it was, nice. it was all, all came down to how, how is Coach Neptune – and the staff, how how are they going to respond, right? What yeah. what moves they have up their sleeves? Do they have anything left in terms of bringing in another big man? And what do we do? We got Lance Ware, sure. He, he's a big body. He averaged two two point two points, whatever it was uh, last season. Didn't get a ton of minutes, but he was a a great character guy. Fit yeah. the Villanova mold well. Uh, Coach Cal had nothing but high praise for for Ware. We bring him in, and we're like, okay, now now we allow. Dixon to play that stretch four that that Eric and his father are so dedicated in terms of his development in next year, playing that stretch four. Yeah, he can do that now, but he also is going to be able to play with talents like Tyler Burton. And it's just it's unbelievable to me, A-Ray, that we've gone from, oh, my goodness, how in the world are we to contend with all these Big East powerhouse programs now? But but. Then now all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, look what we well, look what we just did in the portal, bringing in these four guys. We retain Dixon, we retain more. We're going to be the cream of the crop of the Big East. I mean, you got to think on paper that's that's the that's what's going to happen. And obviously, we talked about it, a lot of work to do, but there is there's complete validity in our reason for thinking. Okay, we got a legitimate little bit legitimate chance to make a run of the Big East title and do some damage when it comes to March. Yeah, listen, I just want to listen to what you said. Respond. Like, that's the biggest key right there. How are we going to respond? Coach Neptune Villanova responded well after the season that we had last year. Could you imagine being in May right now and seeing all the movement Georgetown's getting, um, some of the movement Providence is getting, the movement St. John's is getting, and us not getting anything? So some people, it, it, it does kind of feel like, overload as well i'm not even gonna lie it feels like it feels like <laughs> overload but this is the times that we in right now and it shows that we really trying to compete to win now you know forget everything else we'll figure it out and those that want to play they'll step up and practice and they'll earn those minutes so i kind of like it it get back to having a very competitive atmosphere at villanova which is going to bring out a lot from the players, we had a lot of that when I was there. Me, Kyle, Mike, Randy, we would go at each other all the time in practice. I say it all the time. It got to the point where Coach Wright didn't want either of us guarding each other. I couldn't guard Randy. <laughs> Mike couldn't guard Kyle. It was just so competitive, but it, it helped us get so much better. And I, I really want to see that this year with this team because they got the players. They got the roster for it. It's stacked. It's gonna be it's gonna like be re- pancakes, A-ray. like pancakes. <laughs> so it's gonna be good. And also, you talked about where. I just want to say one thing about where, and I want to compare him kind of to Chris Charles. I don't want to compare them as like players, but a lot of people don't know when Chris Charles. Chris Charles was on the team when when I was at Villanova, seven okay. footer. Chris Charles was so skilled. So skilled, can shoot it, can dribble, can pass, can score, right? And he would always play so well in practice, so well in practice. Like, he would dominate practices sometimes, Mm -hmm. but just never could get him to translate it over into the game. And maybe that could have been a situation like where it was kind of having with Kentucky, you know? You see that a lot sometimes, guys. Like, Dwayne was like that, Dwayne Anderson. When I was at school, Dwayne Anderson used to kill us in practice. Lord have mercy. (laughs) He used to kill us in practice, but it never translated over to the game while I was there. And I just think that it was because of, like, me, Randy, Kyle, Mike. Like, we were were the guys. We we were the players. So guys kind of took a a step back 
and didn't really get to show their whole full potential. So hoping with this situation with where, who I'm talking about with him and Chris Charles, maybe this is an opportunity for him to gain more confidence and be a different player or be that player that he always wanted to be that he never got a chance to be at Kentucky. Right, uh, because he, he was a, a top 50 recruit, four-star guy, Lance Ware from, from Camden, New Jersey. So he, he definitely had the pedigree coming out of high school. And maybe the environment wasn't great for him because he w- did have to play behind uh, Deshibwe, I mean, mm-hmm. which was one of the best, not just big men, but players in the country. So yeah, now not a lot of minutes behind that. Exactly. So now he comes into a program that, I mean, we, we definitely recruited him a little bit back when he was in high school, but obviously Kentucky is Kentucky. So he mm-hmm. ended up there for a reason too, because he's that legit of, of a player. Yeah. And I, I think that it's a, it's a match made in heaven in a lot of ways, because he's going to, he's going to bring that, that same high motor. I'm going to get after you in practice. I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to be, I'm going to be your friend on and off the court. Or I should say off the court, but on the court, yeah. we're going to be, we're going to be doing battle for sure. But I mean, just the, the, what Coach Cal said about this kid, A-Ray, really gives me just like, oh, my goodness, this is this is a Villanova basketball guy right here. And our and, transfer reporter guys are all upperclassmen, so they have experience, which is great. They all, like, have upper, they're all upperclassmen, and I'm pretty sure they all have some good leadership qualities to bring to this team. Yeah, man, two seniors and two, and two juniors. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't get better than that in terms of experience. And look, let me tell you, I, I just think the four of these guys are now going to have to be brothers, be on the same page. But I, I don't know if they, they need to do that necessarily right away. I think there's going to be some growing pains. But I hopefully, like we talked about, A-Ray, hopefully that can happen early enough in, in the preseason before we even start playing games in November. It has to. When we, when we play against American, we open things up. So. Uh, but I, I got to think that with the experience, with the leadership, with the type of guys, not just players, but just men that these that these guys are along, going along with Moore and Dixon, I, I just think it's it's going to work. I don't know. That's that's my my mindset. And of course, I'm, I'm a little bit biased. I'm a little bit. Uh, what do you say? Uh, I guess positive when it comes to to that possibility. Yeah. But I think we. we we have uh, the reasons to back that up to, to make sure that it is a valid point because it, this is the new age of Villanova basketball now, it right? Is. Not all of these guys are going to be homegrown. No one's going to be going to be here for six years like Jermaine Samuels and, and, and Colin Gillespie were. I mean, God bless those guys. God bless mm-hmm. even Caleb Daniels and Brandon Slater. But it, it's, it's a completely new age of basketball. And we, we talked about this before the show, A-Ray. The four transfers that Jay Wright had in his final 10 seasons as head coach of Villanova, Dylan Ennis from, where he where was he from? He was from Oregon. Yeah. Joe Cremo uh, from Albany. Eric Paschal from Fordham. And Caleb Daniels from Tulane. Three out of, the, three out of four of those guys, I think it worked out really well. But obviously, that that was a different time when it came to transfers. They all sat out for a year. Yeah. They got ingrained with the program. But now, it's 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 a completely new new landscape. And Coach Neptune, in his first offseason as head coach, has absolutely knocked it out of the park when it comes to to landing four guys that are not are not only talented and have experience and and have uh, have that size and athleticism, but are Villanova basketball type guys. Kyle just wanted to prove himself. Like, you think he don't have Twitter? He got a burner account. He's going <laughs> through Twitter. He's looking at everything. He hears all the noise. Mm-hmm. Villanova hears all the noise. It was a lot of talk being talked last year about this team, about this program. And they're out there making moves, like trying to shut people up. And I say that coming from me, the team doesn't think that they can. They don't give a hell what anybody thinks. <laughs> but I'm just Facts. saying, yeah, you know, you, I'm, ju- I'm, just, I'm just talking. You know, we, we, we knew we was down last year, so everybody knew what we needed to do this year in the offseason, and I think everybody's pretty satisfied with 
with what we're doing. I think maybe a little bit overly satisfied. You know, I, I don't think there's going to be any more room on uh, Susan's spaceship for any more players. <laughs> yeah, Susan Fowley. Shout out, Susan. I mean, come on. That is a Susan, phenomenal there's going to be no more space on that spaceship for any more players. I'm sorry. Yeah, the flying saucer uh, is full. You know, no more, no more tickets available <laughs> for entry. Oh, my goodness. But, um, hey, Ray, I, I have to say the, the response we've been getting from, from Villanova Twitter has been great. I think yeah. we're going to continue to to grow, continue to build relationships with, with uh, with, with with Twitter, with Twitter, I guess personalities, yeah, with analysts, with uh, with journalists, with whoever it may be, and hopefully some former players. I know we talked about getting some uh, some guys that you played with on the show. Uh, hopefully, we can get some some guys that that I know personally from my time at Villanova. Um, so uh, I'm really looking forward to that, but. Hey Ray, we got some 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 burning questions to answer. Mm. People are really chopping at the bit to to get your thoughts on on these things. So I'm Let's gonna start to it off with the with the starting five. Give me your Let's starting five on day one, night one, game one against American University at the Finneran Pavilion. Who is gonna be announced? All five. Let's hear it. All right. My starting five. Don't kill me for it, all right? <laughs> I got Justin Moore. I got TJ Bamba. I got Tyler Burton. Hakeem Hart. Eric Dixon. That's the five. That's who I'm going with. Now, with that being said, Mark Armstrong is in a tough position right now. I love Mark Armstrong. I love his game. We all love his game. And we all want to see him develop. But now we just bought in a shit ton of guards. So it's going to be even tougher for him now. And, like, these are not just young guys. These are veteran guys that already played and have experience. So it's not like he could really – I mean, I'm not going to say that he can't beat these guys out, but you got to look at the situation. These are transfers. These guys are getting money. You, you got to play them. You know what I'm saying? You got to play them. Now, what I do like is our bench. Now, last year, guys got in foul trouble. We were hurting. Easy got in foul trouble. We was hurting. Now, this year, a name that nobody's really talking about is Jordan. I love Jordan. Everybody know I love Jordan since day one. Mm -hmm. I used to, that kid is, I love his size, his athleticism. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries right now. So kind of got to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I'm really looking forward to him stepping up next year. And I think that he is going to step up next year. Um, I like his hunger. You can tell he's hungry. He gave us a lot of good minutes when he was healthy. So I like Jordan Longino. He's 6'6", huge, solid guy. Then you got Mark Armstrong. Then you got Ware on the coming off the bench as well. And then don't forget about Nana. You know, the, the program is really high on him. So we got to give him a chance and see see, see what, he, what he can give us. You know, we never really got a chance to see what he can give us. But from the times he has been on the court, I do like he looks kind of athletic. He looks like he can move, looks kind of mobile. So I'm looking forward to see what he can bring to the table as well. And then you got Brendan Housen. Another guy coming off the bench. So if we get in trouble with guards, we got guards. You know, then Nana and we have uh, Ware com coming off the bench as well. Big men. So overload, yes, but not really. It's kind of helpful. <laughs> Trey Patterson, he's got to show us. He's got to show us a little more. You know, we, we all love Trey Patterson. He's been with the program for a couple years now. We need more from him. You know, it's not nothing bad about him, nothing negative. I'm trying to be negative about, but you know, we need more from Trey. And and we get that. I mean, we are we are a real solid squad. We talking about like UConn. That was why UConn was so damn good, because they had a, a bench, you know. Take take uh Sonogo out, you got Klingon coming in the game, you know, and then they had uh 
Tristan Newton. They had a whole bunch of guards. Jackson. So right. They had they had they had so many guys. So I'm looking forward to this year. I really am, and I and I can't wait. I can't say that enough. I can't wait. I can't. I, I'm excited. After last year, I'm ready to start the season tomorrow. <laughs> I know, man. I feel like it's going to be a long next few months just uh, with it, the anticipation for, for November. But it's going to be fun, eh, Ray? Because we get to do this every week, right? Yeah, we can We can definitely keep it. So I I, I do have to agree with your, with your starting five, eh, Ray? I think that maybe the one issue people would have or was to say how is Armstrong not gonna not gonna be in there at, at the guard position? Yeah. Uh, but I don't know <laughs> who do you take out, right? You take That's out Bamba. Like I mean, the guy averaged seventeen a game last year. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think you take him out. He's got Four more 30. experience. Uh, he, he he dropped thirty six against Washington. I mean, the guy he's he's mm-hmm. legit. Yeah. So, but I, I also liked what you your your comparison to to UConn's championship game last year about being eight, nine guys deep. Because if you think about how Villanova was in 2009, so this was like a couple of years after you left, think about how deep that team was. And it was yeah. all experienced guys, right? Yeah. I mean, Reggie Redding coming off the bench, Dwayne right. Anderson, Shane Clark, Dante Cunningham. I mean, it was just so many guys, not eight, nine guys coming off the bench playing in tournament games. Mm-hmm. So, they could foul. They could hack the crap out of you. It wouldn't. It wouldn't matter because they had the next man up mentality. Someone could pop right in there and and play another twenty minutes, whatever. It doesn't matter. That yeah. that's the mentality that 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 I think this team can have in this upcoming season when it comes to being like, you know, we're gonna play our game and we're not gonna worry about getting the foul trouble. We're not gonna worry about anybody getting tired or losing their legs when it comes to the last few minutes of the, of the second half. Yeah, so we got we got just soldiers ready to go ready to be dispatched at at you know the the drop of a hat so uh, i'm i'm beyond excited to 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 see how the depth and experience plays out in terms of rotations yeah but it it gives uh, the coaching staff a lot of flexibility a lot of options and hey ray we were saying this stuff before burton even got here uh-huh. so we talk about just having eight eight guys nine guys that you trust to come in and give you really solid minutes. We talked about it when, when we landed where. Now with Burton, it's like, holy cow, we're doubly loaded yeah. now. And it's it's really incredible. I, I mean, hats off to, to, to Coach Neptune, to, to Ashley Howard, Randy Foy, Coach Nardi, everybody that, that played, a, I think, a, a massive role. Baker Dunleavy now is, now yeah. is back. It's, it's great. And I think Villanova basketball – it's it's crazy to think about, A-Ray. Everyone was saying that Nova is back. A yeah. lot of national media guys were saying that. I don't think we really went anywhere, but it's it, it's funny to, to think now that everyone's realizing, okay, look what look what Villanova, who is basically, I I, I you think uh, we went somewhere. We we was underwater. We we coming yeah. back to surface. <laughs> we definitely we coming back took, to the surface. Yeah, it took a little hiatus. Now we're back, but you, you think about. Uh, Coach Wright, maybe not not being the biggest fan of the transfer portal, being the biggest fan of the NIL, uh, that maybe played a role in in his retirement, and was like, oh my goodness, Villanova basketball, the attitude mantra that we had that led to so many championships, so many Final Fours, is that now a dying breed of basketball? Can we can we still survive and thrive in in college basketball by using that? And I think the answer is yes. As we've seen, we landed four guys that are just incredible talents, but our, our Villanova basketball, the mold, they fit that mold to a T, A-Ray. Yeah. And to everybody that's saying that this overload is too much, let's, let's, let's look at an example from last year. What was one of the biggest, biggest concerns that we had last year? Not even a concern, but one of the biggest problems we had last year on the team. Injuries, mm-hmm. lack of bodies, injuries equals disaster. This year, we've got plenty of bodies. So I just think you got to look at it that way too. I'm not sure if the coaching staff was looking at it this way when they're getting players. I'm sure they were. But I'm looking at, okay, last year we dealt with a lot of injuries. It's the biggies. We're going to have more injuries. It's physical. 
we didn't have a lot of bodies last year when uh, our guys went down. So let's kind of counter that this year. Let's let's get more bodies just in case if if we need injuries. I mean, if there's injuries, so we got players that can go out next man up mentality. So that's that's another thing that I look at with with Villanova is doing this offseason. Checking boxes, replacing players that we lost last year, replacing production. So we are doing a good job right now. We had injuries last year. Okay, let's try to figure out a way where injuries won't affect us as much this year. Let's get let's get a few more players, extra players. Even if it seems like it's overload, we'll work it out. Guys that compete, it'll be a real competitive atmosphere. You kill two birds with one stone. You know, like things like that. I don't know if they're thinking like that, but this is where I I get from from the portal as well as, you know, bringing in players and things like that. I just see us checking off a lot of negative boxes that we had last year. Yeah, I mean, the, the, that's a great point, A-Ray, with the injuries, because last year was brutal. Killed waiting us. for more to come back. Whitmore was out to start the season. Longino had, had his knee issues. It, it was it was really tough. We, and it was like, oh, my goodness, are we ever going to be back at full strength? And when we were, we played our best ball, right? Uh, exactly. Talk about. Uh, toward the end of the season where we won three games in a row against Creighton, Seton Hall, and, and Xavier. It was like, all right, finally, right? And, mm-hmm. and it took so long to, to to get everyone back, everyone healthy. And now, uh, you know, obviously we're, it's almost unavoidable. Someone's going to get hurt eventually. Obviously, I'm not wishing that upon anybody. Yeah. But when it does happen, if it does happen, we're going to be like, all right, everybody take a deep breath. We'll figure it out. It's okay. We have Allison coming off the bench. We have Armstrong coming off the bench. We have Ware off the bench to 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 be to fulfill that big man role. It's just it's just a complete just safety measure that a safety valve that we have it now. Is. And is. we can just relax when you're like, oh my goodness, this guy's gonna be out for a couple of weeks. Okay, it's fine. We we have we can patch patch that hole up, no problem. Whether it be a guard, whether it be a forward, whether it be anybody we have an answer it's it's a beautiful thing and i really think that it's i think it should be valued because we saw with uh with just how many just it's it's a grind of a season when it comes to playing thanksgiving thanksgiving weekend you're playing four games in a row that's going to drain people and then you get into the ides of march when you have to play three or four games in four days three four days at, at the garden for the for the big east tournament it, it, it is just a grind, and it's going to take a lot of bodies. Uh, the wear and tear of the season is is absolutely grueling. And to have this this much depth with this much experience, you couldn't ask for more, A-Ray. You really could. Yeah. like Just like just like you said, man, we, we've been doing good in the portal. We've been doing good this offseason. Now it's time to, to put it all together and get in that gym. Get in that lab and build that chemistry. You know, that's that's pretty much the next step that we that we gotta take with all these new players is is building that chemistry, building that that bond. That's the one thing that we always had. We had a, a really good bond at Villanova and I think it'll be the same this year too. So Building a bond, building that chemistry, getting on the court, getting comfortable with each other. Summertime's going to be real big. Sometimes it's going to be real big. I got to get down there. I do. Oh, yeah, up, no. up there. Up, up there, because you're in Atlanta, so you got to get up to, to to Philly, man. So, all right, it, it, this is great. We got some awesome feedback uh, on Twitter, so we're going to run through some questions. Hey, Ray, uh, really, this is from SBD Nova. Scott D.U., he, he asks, any concerns regarding the transfers and ability to adapt to Villanova culture? Concerns about team chemistry? So go off of what you were saying earlier. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think, and I'm not just being biased because this is Villanova and this is the team I like. I just got to put that <laughs> out there because a lot of people think I say things and I'm being biased because I like the team. Now, to answer the question, I don't think it's going to be a, a problem, and here's why. I said it earlier, these guys are upperclassmen. 
they've come from okay let's look at burton he's a 10 player the year two times he he obviously knows how to play at a high level um to give be a player of the year in any division you got to have some kind of basketball iq right so you got tyler burton who's highly experienced you've got lance ware who's also experienced Come on, he 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 was playing his whole career up against Toshiba every day in practice. Goes to Kentucky. Kentucky has winning ways. They're not a pushover program. They have winning no. ways. So Lance Ware has a lot of experience. Then you look at Hakeem Hart and you look at TJ Barber. These guys are both up, upperclassmen. Um, Hart was in the NCAA tournaments with Maryland this year, they did all right. They didn't, they didn't do too, too bad. So he has a lot of experience. Bamba has a lot of experience. Um, I'm not sure if they made it to the tournament or anything like that yet, but they did not know, but the way he still. can put, the way he can put the ball in, a, in, in, in the hole, the way you can just tell his body's mature. He's probably got the, the most mature body out of everybody that's coming into coming onto campus. So I think these guys are ahead of the curve. They they already know a lot. I'm I'm trust me, they know more than with Mark than Mark knows. And that's not a knock to Mark because Mark just hasn't been playing as long as these guys. I'm gonna say Mark and Brandon because these guys are both young. And Jordan Dumont too, because he's coming in there as well. He's a young guy. So I think with the experience level of these players, it'll help them to adapt quickly. And that's why I was saying, like, we got to build that chemistry quickly. And with older players, you can do that. It's just like the NBA, when you put players together, older players experience guys that haven't played with each other, and then boom, all of a sudden, you put them together for one year, and now they win a championship, like when KD went to the Warriors. I mean, Warriors already had that core, but he was easily integrated being a veteran player as opposed to if he was a younger guy, if that makes sense. Oh, most definitely. Um, and, uh, A-Ray, I, I think uh, you answered that question beautifully. You broke it down by by each individual player. And well, I feel like we, we, we definitely don't want to leave anybody out because there are so many different uh, guys that, that are coming in and have been here for a year or two, maybe plus. So it's 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 going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be complete complete mayhem to start in terms of I think getting everybody on the same page. But I think in a good way. It'll be controlled chaos, and it's going to be just complete all out assault on the court, going five on five, whatever it may be. The drills that they'll be doing in the Davis Center, and it's going to be fun to watch. You got to get uh, get up there. And let us know how how it is the the pulse of uh, the Davis Center and and Villanova's practice. But another question, uh, this is from our guy Dave Lanka, with okay. player with the players coming in in a potentially very deep rotation. Does Coach Neptune move to a more up tempo offense that relies less on individual isolation? What was his name? Dave Lanka. I like I like how you thinking, Dave. I like how you thinking. We all want these guys to run. We got the team for it. We got the bill for it. We got the makeup for it this year. We need to get out in the open court and get easy baskets. It's it's a must. Um, so I'm with you. I know you want it, and I want it too. And I'm going to say that I feel like Neptune this year might be a little bit more himself. Well, I hope he's more of himself. You know, we don't. Like last year, I kind of felt like he was really trying to hold that coach right, Villanova way, which is not a problem. But at some point, like you have to have your own identity. You know right. what I mean? Right. And I feel like this year he'll be able to show, well, I want him to show his identity more, his style of basketball. He's from New York, just like me. So I know he want to run. Like that's what we do in New York. So. <laughs> I'm sure he wants to run and get up and down the court. Maybe last year's team makeup wasn't the team to do that. We've seen a lot of Coach Wright teams as well slow the ball down. Team that went to the Final Four the year before, they played super slow. Mm -hmm. But we were all complain about them playing slow. But 
happy as hell that they in the final four. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, it's, no doubt. It's it, it's funny, but I would definitely like to see a more up tempo pace. Get some easy baskets. We work a lot for our baskets. I think with a threat of being able to run in the open court. Now that's just another thing for the opposing team to deal with. You know, because think about it, the opposing team, all right, we know they're going to walk the ball up court. They're going to slow the game down. They're going to be well, I'm not going to say they're going to be well rested, but you're not really going to be working them only in a, only in a, um, half court. Getting up and down, easy baskets, drawing fouls. Most of the time when you're in open court, you're getting steals, turnovers. So it's a lot of good things that come with playing in an open court. So... My answer to you is I hope that they play up and down tempo, and I would love for them to play up and down tempo this year. Hey, uh, I completely agree, Ray. It would be it would be so much fun to watch uh, watch these guys put their athleticism on display because yeah. that's what this team is right now, a team full of athletes, especially when adding the likes of, of Burton, of Hart, Bamba, and with uh, with what we've seen from from Dixon Moore Armstrong when he cocks that that arm back and and, and mm-hmm. posterizes somebody, everybody's capable of of making some highlight reel type plays. And I think if if if, if coach, I think coach is really going to give these guys the the freedom, yeah. if you say to to be able to do that when they when they feel is necessary and just kind of feel out the game, depending on who who we're going against, how the game is going. Are we shooting the ball well? Are we, uh, is everybody kind of just taking advantage of our athleticism? Are we faster than them? Can we really expose some holes that they might have in their defense by by running it up? So it's it's an exciting, I guess, it's an exciting thought yeah. uh, to have. And I, I could not agree with you more in terms of, hey, why not, right? And, yeah. and let's, let's, let's give it a shot. So. A These couple some really questions. good questions. These some really good questions. So. Yeah, no, I, I love this man. They, they our uh, our listeners, our followers, everybody is uh, is giving tuned us in. what what they we asked in. exactly. They are tuned in and they're talking to us. So uh, we got a couple from from Sean S dot K dot. Okay, uh, I know who that is. Yeah, I know right off the jump who that is. There you go. He's he's been money with the with the responses. He asked with our off season roster upgrades. How do we define success for Kyle Neptune this season? With the additions, is he on the hot seat or does he have a shorter leash? Very, very, so very, good, very, very good question. You can get into this one, yeah. So I got like three different parts. <laughs> uh, so what was the first, what was the first question? So He's asking what defines success. So not yeah. I would say not just for Coach Neptune, but for the team. Mm-hmm. What what is a successful year, right? So is yeah. it winning the Big East? Is it making the tournament and winning a game or getting to the second weekend? What what are your thoughts on on what a successful season would look like now with the upgrades that we have on this roster? I mentioned this on Twitter. Somebody asked me this question and I said, um, having a bye the first week in right. the Big East tournament. I feel like that's a good measure in my eyes, in my opinion. So some people might say, okay, well, don't you think you cutting it a little too short by saying, oh, having a buy in the first week of the biggest tournament? So you're last, saying uh, like you want to finish in the top four? Yeah. Essentially, right. Yeah. So last time I checked, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but last time I checked, the top four teams that get a buy in the Big East always go to the tournament. Like they're yeah, always yeah. In, they're always in the tourney. That's a lock. You know what I'm saying? Am I right or am I wrong? They're always in the tourney. So if we could be a top four team in the Big East, then that gives us a bid to go to the tournament, which makes us a tournament team. So I'm gonna say that making it to the tournament will be a success, especially after the season that we had last year. And I know y'all don't want to hear that. <laughs> I know y'all don't want to hear that because of all we just did so good in the portal, doing great in the offseason. I know you want to hear me say we're going to the final four. Yeah. We are going to the final four, but I'm not going to say that. 
<laughs> oh just my god relax people are yeah people are huffing and puffing right now hey right yeah. with uh with that yeah. with that answer but the 20 uh, will be fine for us like that is a great step considering where we were last year I what don't about care seating, what any of seating wise does that matter for you if we get it as a an eight seed versus a, a four seed if we're like a bubble team does that matter for you you know we could be the miami heat at an ncaa 20 Okay. Getting with the eight seed. 85 team, the eight seed. Lowest seed to ever win the title. Now, you know, I don't really care about seeding, but seeding is important too. It helps out a lot. I feel like in situations like that tournament, you need a bit, a little bit of luck and your seeding can help with that luck. You know, it can, it can kind of propel you into the second round without really a big challenge. But nowadays with the tournament we saw this year, there's a lot of teams yes. that's... They 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 can play. Fairly Dickinson. Fairly Dickinson. It doesn't matter. Mind. Yeah. Oh, we playing against Kentucky? Okay, no problem. I got something <laughs> for y'all. So I'm not even going. I'm not even going to sit here and downplay those teams. But okay. making it to the twenty for me is good. It's a uh, it's a real big step. What about you? What you think? Uh, well, to be perfectly honest with you, A. Ray, my expectations are uh, a little bit higher when it comes to <laughs> I know to a successful season with all the guys that we've added. Uh, but the, A. Ray, think about it though, right? We were seventeen and seventeen last year. Uh-huh. We were banged up throughout. We lost a lot of close games. Seventeen wins. I think with all of the talent that we've held on to, when more, most importantly, talking more Dixon. Armstrong, Housen, Longino, yeah. and then adding these four guys, Bamba, Hart, Burton, and and Ware. I think we got to be close to, to 24 wins yeah. entering uh, March Madness. So I agree. I want us to make the tournament. I, I would be fired up just by that achievement. But I really do think that I want to be like a, a five seed. I want to be in position to to get to the second weekend and be a Sweet 16 team. So I'm, I'm going to say if we get to the Sweet 16, then it is a, a massive success. That is, a, We did it. Like, wow, we turned this program around. We got back to the second weekend after the disappointment of Neptune's first year. We, we, we used the guys that we got in the portal, and we actually got something done when it matters most. We won two games in the tournament. I think that is what would define a successful season. In terms of the Big East play, I think we need to finish in the top four or five. I agree with that as well. I think we need to, to kind of back back our, our talk up a little bit. We, you know, we, we can talk, talk, but can we walk the walk? And I yeah. want to be able to win some of those big-time matchup games against UConn, against Marquette, against Xavier, against Seton Hall, against St. John's and Georgetown now that they're in the mix, too, with, yeah. with Ed Cooley and, and Rick Pitino. So that's my initial thought. Who knows, that might change as we move closer to the start of the season. But right now, I was thinking about it all day, Ray. I want to be 24-8 and eight with a five, as a five-seed, four-seed going into the tournament. And I wanted some, some, a nice resume with some big wins over our Big East opponents. All right. I'm not, I'm not mad at you, Dale. I'm not <laughs> mad at you. So I, I picked first weekend, like just making it to the tourney, and you got Sweet 16. Yes. That's the next weekend. Yes, that's, that's that's fair. That's that's a fair assessment of of what you expect from these guys. So we'll 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 definitely see what happens. And don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that they lose first round. I'm gonna be happy. Like I'm just saying, getting to <laughs> getting to the. Tournament. I know you're I'm, not. I'm we know do, you're not, Amen. I'm gonna do a little Kendrick Perkins. You know how he likes to to backtrack on things he says. So yes. I'm not saying that I'll be happy with them going and losing first round of Tony. Just getting there will be good for me. And then whatever magic happens after that happens. Yeah, write write this down, guys. Uh, we'll show they'll show us these receipts when it comes uh, to to the March of 2024. You believe that? Oh my goodness! Speaking Long of receipts, time away, but speaking of receipts, um, Twitter sucks now because I don't want to pay for that. That damn Twitter blue and the, the Twitter blue has like the little bookmarks and you can like make individual bookmarks and put stuff in individual folders. And I can't do that now. That sucks. 
I know. I, I'm starting to get tempted. I might, I might have to do it for the for the podcast page, but we'll, we'll see. I need anyway. it for the season, though. I, yeah. I definitely need it for the season, yeah. but yeah. All right. So his his second question with the additions, uh, Damn, we the still upgrades. Not... Is he on the hot seat or does he have a shorter leash? I, I wouldn't say hot seat yet. I feel like this off season gave him a little bit more breathing room. So I wouldn't say the hot seat just yet next year. And I expect these guys to win. I expect these guys to do good. So nah, I don't I don't expect the hot seat at all. Honestly, not even a warm one. Well, what what if what if he, we don't make the tournament next year? Okay, now if we don't make the tournament, which I don't even want to put in the universe, but if we no. don't make the tournament It's a horrible that, thought. To, to that's all I can say, mind. man. I, I can't even, I don't even want to elaborate. I just want to just, uh, <sighs> that's it. Okay. That's what's we'll going to happen that. if we don't make the tournament. We'll go with that. So, yeah, shout, shout out to Sean, Dave, everybody that that responded to uh, to our Do Did he have one more? Twitter was question. there another port? Another um, point? No, I mean, uh, he actually had another, an entire different tweet. And we'll get to that. I, I I took a screenshot of it, Sean. So we'll get back to that in a different episode because th- th- this this Sean is like opening up much. a whole open up a whole can of worms. You know? That's my dog. Yeah. So uh, your dog agrees with me. Hey Ray. <laughs> hey Ray. Now pivoting to uh, the NBA playoffs. Some Wildcats in the NBA. We talked a little bit about this on the last episode. We have the finals starting June 1st, tomorrow night, Thursday mm-hmm. night at 8.30. Villanova is, is – it's a beautiful thing because no matter who well wins, one of our guys are getting a ring, right? Yeah, well with, represented. With, with Kyle Lowry, our guy Kyle, and, uh, and Colin Gillespie with the Nuggets. And, A-Ray, can you take a guess on the, how, many, uh, how many schools have multiple players – that are in the NBA Finals. Oh, you got a little trivia for me today? Yeah, yeah. I so, was not prepared for this. In in both Miami Heat and Denver Nuggets rosters, how uh-huh. many schools have multiple players on those rosters combined? Damn. So we just talking about the Heat and Nuggets right now? Yeah, just the, the, right. the two rosters, yep. I mean, Villanova is obvious. Yeah, that's one. Jesus, that's Jesus with a G. You can just give me a number. All right, I'm gonna say zero. I'm gonna <laughs> say there's no other. Just us, you're saying? Yeah. Oh man, I, that, I liked where your head's at. That would have been really cool, but no, it's five other schools: Kentucky, Indiana, both have three players. Arizona, Georgetown, UCLA, and Villanova all have two. So it's uh it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool list to be a part of there, right? I mean, okay, so it's legit. Jeff Green, Georgetown. Who's the other person from Georgetown? We, we don't have that list, huh? We just know the number. Just, yeah, not the specific players, just the numbers. But who else? Who else went to Georgetown? I mean, you got to think maybe there's somebody on on the bench that doesn't really play too much. Who knows? Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm not going to get into this because I'll be sitting here for like yeah, we'll be sitting here. I'm gonna figure this out. Um, but no, it's it, it's pretty cool. The the experience of of watching the the Villanova Wildcats, uh, former former players in the uh, in the NBA playoffs, playing their their rear ends off. Talking about Brunson, Hart. Now we see Lowry getting mm-hmm. uh, with an opportunity to get his second ring. Man, it's 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 really an incredible story. Him going from Toronto being, I would say, arguably the best Toronto Raptors player in franchise history to now being a, a really key role player off the bench for, for Eric Bolstra and the Heat. Yeah. I mean, that's your guy right there, uh, Kyle Lowry, man. I mean, have you, have you guys been, been texting back and forth at all? See, this is, this is why I like the Heat so much. And it's not just like Kyle Lowry bias. I've said that already. <laughs> so I text, I, t- I text Kyle... After they lost game six, mm-hmm. right? They lost game six. Um, was they was they in they were in Miami. 
They lost yeah. game six. That's right. Game I, seven was in is in at the TD Garden. Yep. I, I text him. I'm like, bro, like just just gotta go in Boston and get the win. Just go in Boston and get it done now. And he yeah. and he Turn and he page. writes and he writes back. He's like basically like we have no choice and and writes laugh out loud at the end of it. <laughs> That's true. That's a fair response. Yeah, but what I get from that is like. Is this is this no pressure? You know, like they out there playing, having fun. Like they're the eight seed. They have no pressure whatsoever. Playing with house money, yeah. So when he texted me that, it kind of gave me. That's what I thought. I'm like, these guys have no pressure, and that's exactly why they're playing like that. They have nothing to lose, and they went in and won Game Seven in Boston and did it in good fashion. So. I really like the Heat. I like the Heat, but obviously the Nuggets on paper and, you know, watching them see the Nuggets are the better team for sure. And I just think that I don't I don't know if the Heat have enough to win four games, but I don't want to count them out either. But at the same time, this is how I feel about Denver. It's a new situation for them. It's their first time on this stage. This is a big stage. Trust me, a lot of people can't perform on this stage. So that's also a concern for me with Denver. You know, yes, they're a great team, but your role players, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., like these guys got to show up. And none of these guys have been on this stage before. Michael Porter Jr. is young, great player, but he's young. So it's going to be real interesting. Jokic, he's going to do his thing. The Joker's going to do what he do. You're not going to stop that man. And you're going to have to try to contain Murray a little bit. But I like the heat. I like the aggressiveness. I like how they play. I like their chemistry. I like their togetherness. I like how they can go down 20 points. And it no it, nobody's face changes. Everybody just has the same face. And then they come back. And now same it's body language, yep. Yep. The last five minutes of the game, and now it's a one-point, two-point game. They're up or they're down, and now the other team got so much pressure, but Miami's just been there so much, so it doesn't even phase them. So I like Miami. I like the I like them, but I just don't know if they have enough to win four games against Denver. Fair enough. Well, there you have it, folks. A-Ray's take on the NBA Finals. Uh, we're going to be I, – I, it's going to be a long series, I think. I, I'll go Nuggets and six. Yeah. Colin Gillespie will get a ring. I don't know if the Heat have enough left in the tank, but I, I, I agree. I, I, I don't see them rolling over and getting swept like a lot of people are saying. Yeah, that's what um, I don't think. I don't think they're going to get swept. It's going to be exciting. We'll, we'll obviously be be chiming in, in and out throughout the next couple of weeks on what's going on in, in the NBA playoffs. we got a couple of Wildcats involved in the series, which is always fun. And listen, man, we, we, we've got a lot to get into next episode as well. We talked a lot about the, the breaking news that happened today. Rightfully so. It's exciting. Villanova Twitter was popping off today. All we were day. texting back and forth all weekend. It was, it's just been so much fun to, to see this roster really come together. What the coaching staff was able to do over the course of this offseason has been nothing short of incredible. I am so fired up, A-Ray. And I know you are, too, because... We have high hopes for this team. Tournament, Sweet 16, coming, finishing in the top four of the Big East, whatever it may be. But we want to hear your thoughts, too. Co co drop some comments at us on Twitter, whatever it may be. Got to be able to find us. We're, we're at yeah. Rain and Threes, Rain and dot three s on Instagram, Rain and underscore three s on Twitter. My personal is MJOC underscore IV, A-Ray. You already know, A-Ray for three. On Twitter, a dot Trey on Instagram. This is this is exciting stuff. We want to hear more of your thoughts. You guys have been great. Uh, we're going to get into some some chat GBT lists next mm. episode. A Ray, I don't know if you saw that, but uh, I was looking at a graphic of the top ten Villanova basketball players since 2000 according to Chat GBT, the artificial intelligence machine. Yeah. You were up there on the top ten. We'll get into that next episode. That's going to be so much fun. And we'll we'll continue to answer your questions and talk about what we what we think this upcoming season is going to look like. So yeah, right. I, final I, thoughts. I did see that list, and 
I mean, AI is smart. I mean, would you, would you, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else to say. Like, they're smart. They know who the best players are, and they put the best players in the list. And I just happen to be on there. So, <laughs> hey, I mean, hey. it was. I like. I love Chat GPT. I love what you guys are doing. I want you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Continue great, doing man. what you guys are doing, man. I really, wow. I really appreciate it. But no, on a serious note, I had a lot of fun today. Yeah, today man. was great. Um, big news: Tyler Burton transferring to Villanova from Richmond. Unbelievable for for the program, moving in the right direction. Susan, I love seeing your spaceship on Twitter. <laughs> when you see the spaceship, it's a good day. And yes. I just want to say thank you to everybody. Love all you guys. And I don't know, you take it, OC. Yeah, man. We got uh, Tyler Burton, Richmond, uh, Richmond guard four, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> averaging 19 points a game. He's going to be a Villanova Wildcat next year. That's Tyler Burton with the B, not Tyler Durden, which was Brad Pitt's character in Flight Club. Just a, a little uh, PSA there. But yeah, throw that out. Hey, hey, Ray, what a great show, man. Always a pleasure. So much fun uh, hanging out with you, man. Just just chopping it up. Uh, shout out to our guy, Slick Nick McGow, doing a great Nick job. Night. For us behind the glass, that's right. Nick at night doing his thing. And, uh, hey, we, we are, are going to be here once a week answering your questions, giving us our thoughts, our takes on Villanova basketball, Big East basketball, you name it. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you guys so much for your support and continue to do so moving forward. So we love you guys. So with Alan Ray, I'm Mike O'Connell. This has been Rain in Threes. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Peace out, guys. See you next week. <laughs>